welcome back to another episode of Why We Have Podcast. It's your host with the host, aka Stop lying to people. It's the second, it's the second <laughs> episode in a row. You're lying to the people. Yo, let me do my intro, son. All right, whatever, man. Go ahead, bro. Damn, son. It's your boy John Diglo, aka John Da Vinci, aka MacGyver, aka with your mom, man. Yeah. And I'm here with my guy, AZ. Yeah, you already know this, man. It's your man AZ, aka Royal Rugrat, aka Fish. Hey, you better Joey. not say that smelly shit today. I though. wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> I actually was gonna say something else, but you I, you just made me forget now. Hey man, you fucked me up. I had to fuck you up. Ah, right, you got bro. that. You got that. That's kid. just how the game go, nigga. You right. You right. <laughs> you got it. And then finish your spiel, man. Finish your yeah, spiel. I, I literally forgot now. Like my mind went blank. <laughs> Damn, son. My no, no, you good. It's good because I probably was gonna say some dumb shit anyway. But um, yeah, man. You know we in this building, bro. <laughs> and you know I got my guy, Father Mike, in the cut. Bless. Popping. It's your boy, Father Mike, aka Oh God Mike, aka. Chief Mike, aka Prophet Mike. I'm coming in back hot and heavy, boy. What's going on? This nigga go to Nigeria for one day. <laughs> He's straight from the motherland with the accent. This nigga go to Nigeria for 27 hours and come back different. That's crazy. <laughs> My boy Mike was out. This nigga came back with some open toe sandals. Like, yo, I can't. He came, back with the, he came back with the Jesus Walk 7? Yo, yeah, I for came real. back with the fake Gucci's on the feet, man. Yeah. You already know. <laughs> he came back <laughs> he looking really for niggas' good. profiles. He wouldn't know bro, that's funny as hell. <laughs> bro, that's funny as hell because off-air, bro, what was he talking about, bro? Oh, you talking about the uh the the, the, the Mars two two seventies and shit? No, 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 no. How you would say like a lot of Africans, you know, be having fat, fake shit? Oh yeah, 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 yeah bro, bro, bro. When I tell you, they literally like that's like a new fashion out there, bro. Like it's <laughs> like I understand that like you know they have to get it how they get it, bro. But I promise you, I saw like a when I was driving around, I saw a dude wear a lime green Lakers jersey. <laughs> With yo, an Adidas yo, logo. Yo, stop. I said, no. stop, stop, bro. You did not see that, I bro. I'm not taking that. I'm no, not taking I, that. Bro, I promise you. I've been I was seeing shit. I was like, bro, do they know? Like no. Hey, bro, that's some new shit that's coming. You know, nah, you know, we bro, get our I shit from overseas, bro. With a converse at the top. I saw you said what? what? Bro, it was really an off-white logo. And at the top in a box, like a box square, it said Converse. I mean, well, Off-White and Converse does have collabs, but... Bro, that joint was not looking real. I saw a Burberry. <laughs> it was like a Burberry native shirt, like an African like garment with Burberry on it. I said, I know Burberry did not like collaborate with Nigeria to do this. <laughs> like, yo... Come on, stop, bro. I, bro, I don't know how many color of Yeezy slides I've been seeing over there, bro. It was, it was, it was just crazy. But it was a great time, man. Nigga, they bootlegging the, the Yeezy slides, bro. They was bootlegging everything you could bootleg, bro. They was bootlegging watches. They was bootlegging, and they was sold out to you everywhere, bro. They was gonna sell you watches. They was gonna sell you car parts. They was gonna sell you gum candy. They was gonna sell you kitchen supplies. They was gonna sell you pots and pans. All on the street. Oh, they had water boys selling everything out bro, there. Bro, they would sell anything out there, bro. I'm pretty sure you could find anything. <laughs> like, if you want to find it, I'm pretty sure there's a street vendor that will sell it to you. That, that's funny you said that, because I was going to ask you, since we're getting into it now, 
how was your trip back to the motherland? And like, can you just give our audience like the ambiance of going back to Africa? Bruh, I mean, it's 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 definitely way different than, of course, what America depicts it as is just being a dirty, bummy place that you know motherfuckers just walking naked with no clothing with no <laughs> plumbing with nothing like they just doing whatever actually that wouldn't be a bum place to me if you walk around naked i actually would encourage <laughs> I, would, I would encourage <laughs> yeah y'all niggas yo that's mad funny bro because uh bro like i asked this nigga i said yo bro is it really like people walking around naked on some root shit that nigga said, "Nah, Josh." Nah. <laughs> like, nah, I know, that was some ignorant shit when you asked that. that. I was like, <laughs> bro, I was like, that bro, is because, not cultured at all." <laughs> because, bro, like you said, bro, you feel me? It's not how America, like that's how America make it seem. Like you feel me? The only yeah. knowledge I really know about Africa, like, like seeing it, was like you feel me? Like, like movie wise, was like Roots, bro, and that's how hey, they was coming yo. to Roots. If you get yeah, the and I'm not of going... Africa from Roots, America has failed us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> times and times again, bro. They have failed and like, us. I'm not going to say that there are like literally no places that are like that because, of course, there are places like still like that. But for the places that I was going to, there was plumbing, there was advanced technology. Like, like Nigeria kind of is like between a second and third world country for me. Like, especially if you go to like Lagos, if you go to say bottom like because we went over there we had a, a new house over there looking lovely looking lavish like i thought i was really living like as an african king over there bruh this nigga is really, prince zamunda bruh, <laughs> i was just thinking it was really like crazy over there bruh like it really opens your eyes but also makes you just grateful for you know the shit that you do got over here because some of the stuff they they just don't have the resources for but, bro, you can literally become a millionaire, like, however many times over, which is probably $50,000. Like, <laughs> you just go over there, you're, you're a millionaire already. So, yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to go back because them niggas, is, they be bugging. Did you um, see any? Uh, did you see anything out of the ordinary while you was there? I think everything was out of the ordinary. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Everything is out of the ordinary, bro. They don't live life like how Americans do, bro. It's like even with uh, down to the purchasing, like when you buy stuff, you have to negotiate every all, most, majority of your prices. It's like you're at a flea market. Yeah, basically. Like you have to uh, negotiate everything that you're going through. You yeah. have to, um, what you might call it, driving. There's there's basically no laws for driving. There's, I never, I didn't see one speed limit. The entire time I was there. Oh, niggas was doing it. Bro, if you got it, bro, if you got Just to get back to that. If you got space to move, bro, you're moving. Like, but the thing is, the traffic there can be so like terrible, bro. Like, it's literally it'll be a two, three lane uh road, and it will easily turn into a five lane. Like oh. they don't care about lanes. They don't even like follow the lanes. It's literally so wait, they don't like they, they don't, don't got like the yellow lines, like how they split and all that stuff. They do, but they don't care. Like <laughs> they don't care, bro. They literally do not care, bro. They niggas will literally just drive past red lights. Like it doesn't matter over there. That's funny because like, I, I drove past the red light last week with Jamir. <laughs> bro, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. But it's nah, like that nigga violated, bro. <laughs> 
bro. This but off it, topic, but bro, let me tell you what this nigga did, bro. He get back to what you were saying, bro. We we was coming, we was approaching a red light, bro. The shit was yellow, bro. Like this nigga did not have no room to keep going, bro. This nigga just was decided, like I'm just gonna take this shit, bro. As soon as we started crossing the light, bro, we looked to the right, bro. So whole cop right there. Oh my god. I'm my like, god. oh shit. <laughs> I put my seatbelt on quick as hell, bro. Bro, the cop didn't even follow us or nothing. I'm like, bro, you was a lucky nigga, bro. Thank God. <laughs> no, nah, but go ahead though. Out of it, OV. But uh, yeah, bro, they don't be because it's like. For the most part, they don't have cameras at any of the stoplights or any of the, the, the signs or anything like that. So if it's just red, you don't see anyone coming, you just go. Like, they'll actually be honking at you if you don't drive on red. Like, why so, are you even stopping? Like, So you said that they don't um really, like, f- like drive, like, the way that we do. Do they have the same signs as we do? Like, you know, like, uh, caution for pedestrians and stop here on red and stuff like that? I mean, yeah, but it's, like, different imagery. Like... When I saw, it was like this one image for like a train, but it didn't really look like a train. Like, even the signals that be on like the pavement, like the turn signals, mm-hmm. they be different type of signals. Like, it's like different signals for like U-turns and stuff like that. But over there, it's really just me. If you can do it, that's the thing I love about Nigeria, but you can literally do anything like like here in America, you would need like licenses and you would need like degrees to do shit over there. But if you got the ambition to do it, you can do it. Or, like if you want to be a technician, okay, just read a book. All right, I'm a technician now. Like if you want to be an architect, all right, let me see. Take- but that's but that's good and bad though, bro. Yeah, it's like, good like, and bad because it's like you you kind of have to like practice in order to become good at. Because it's like, like bro, like 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 you said, it's just people out there on the street. So like, imagine I go, oh. You need your lights done? Yeah, I need my lights done. Then a nigga come to my crib and do my lights, and they only work for two days. Like, I just paid this man, like, however much I paid him to do my lights. And yeah. You got to smack that nigga like Boosie smacked the nigga in the, uh, in the corner store. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it is it's good, like, if you trying to just come up on something, but it's bad if, like, because, like, nigga, some professions you really do need, like, a degree for this. Like, you need right. to actually be licensed for this. Like, I don't want to be touching my life, so now I'm getting electrocuted and shit. <laughs> no, for but real. that shit You was, come home to a busted was... pipe. you like, what the hell? Nah, whole time, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I almost burnt my house down. Yo, I need you to explain this. I'm not. I'm not going to I don't even want to explain it, because I'm like, bro, even at my age, I'm like, how did I do something this dumb, bro? I was just, bro, I literally, I'm waking up tired of shit. And, like, over there, they don't really have, like, hot water, cold water. They have, like, water heaters. So, if your water heater works, then you just turn that joint on. After a little while, your water will turn hot. But sometimes, like, since we got the new house, sometimes the water heaters didn't work properly, like, out the gate. Like, they had to come back and fix it. And even then, it wasn't really working. So, we had to get, like, kettles of hot water and um, pour it. So then we can use that to, to shower, to bathe, whatever. So we was doing that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to pour it into this kettle and make sure that, um, you know, just put it on standby just in case anybody, you know, need hot water for their shower or whatever. So as I'm doing that, I put the kettle on, go in the living room. And I just watch some Curious George because over there they barely got any American TV networks. Like niggas had to watch freaking house of pains meet the browns and keep up the kardashians the whole time because i didn't understand any other shit and like as i'm watching like tv bro i just start selling smoke i'm like 
the fuck going on? Like, I run to the kitchen, bro. Literally, the kettle's on fire. Yeah. Like, the kettle's on fire. The whole thing is burning, bro. Like, it was really like, bro, my heart was just like, yo, what the fuck just happened, bro? Thankfully, God was talking to me in that moment, bro, because I was so close to literally burning that whole kitchen up. Like, if God didn't, because I was even, like, seeing the fire, I was trying to blow it out. That wasn't working. I I filled up a pitcher with water, and just as I was about to pour it, it was like a voice that was just like, bro, do not. Oh, do I'm about that, to say, bro. yeah, you Please, can't, you can't pour water on fires. Yeah, bro, that joint would have like golfed in that would have blew me up. Yeah, it would have honestly, it would have just been y'all two doing this podcast. Yo, <laughs> that's not it funny, really but dead, like, that's scary. Yeah, like it really would have been over with, like if I had done that, bro. But thankfully, we we got the fire out. It wasn't really that much damage for real. Like we was able to clean it off. But yeah, for the most part, aside from really like. uh the airport traveling, bro. Them niggas. I was gonna hard. say, I, I was like, you can't finish off without telling that airport story. <sighs> First off, bro, going into Nigeria, you already are blown out the gate because as you go in, there's already like however many people trying to help you, literally like forcing them, like pressing you, trying to help you in order to get money. Because over there, the the economy is just so shaky, like. Niggas just don't got money. Niggas can have, like, literally degrees, master degrees, all that, and they're still being street vendors, like, trying to get it how they get it. So, niggas, like, that don't even work at the airport would literally just come around you and be like, oh, let me help you with your bags. Ah, sir, okay, let me help you with your bags. And then they would, like, do that so they could get paid. Yeah, I ain't have no money, so I wasn't paying any of them. Even if I did, I'm not paying them niggas. But when you go to, like, like, customs, I don't (laughs) care, bro. When you go to, like, the immigration services, bro, they was giving me the worst time ever because I went there. I didn't have my visa at the time, so I went there. I still even got to get that shit. I went there with a traveling certificate, and the traveling certificate is basically like you're able to come in um, to a foreign country or to whatever country that traveling certificate is for, and it kind of works as a visa, like a temporary visa. So... I gave it to them. They was like, I bet. Make sure just come back with a Nigerian passport. I'm like, nigga, I'm not a citizen, so how can I come back with a Nigerian passport? So I was like, I'm going to just come back with another copy of this traveling certificate. They already took, like, mad long for us to even get out of out of the airport when we first got there. So then when we coming back, we got to go through, like, seven, like, seven to ten steps of fucking security before we even get on the plane, bro. Like, in America, you can literally just go through the doors, you walk up to the lady, they weigh your bags. You put all the, you know, the passwords and all that information in. All right, boom, you're good. You go to the security. Over there, bud, you have to go in the first entryway, put your bag through a, a, a security uh, check, clearance, whatever. Get your bags. Go somewhere to find your flight. Then you have to go weigh your, uh, weigh your bags. But they don't have, like, the weight things next to the, like, how they do in America, where you just put it on the scale, like, the big-ass scale. And then they just put on the conveyor belt. Over there, they have, like, individual, like, Weight Watchers type scales that you have to, like, kind of fight to get your bag on. So you have to fight to get your bag on there. When you put your bag on there, they put tape with, like, the amount of kilograms it's on, tape it on there. And then you have to get in another long-ass line to get in with the um, the people that's going to check your passport and everything. After that, you got to get into another long-ass line to go and get your bags checked thoroughly 
like your big bags even. You got to get all your bags checked. And then after that, you got to go to another area to get your bags uh, tagged and then put on the conveyor belt. And then after that, you got to go again to another person to give you like some type of uh, passport signing to sign off on like a yellow slip. And then you got to go to another border patrol to check your passport. Damn, my nigga, that's long as hell even explaining it. Bro, yo, I'm even giving you like the short version and it's long (laughs) as hell. And then after that, you got to get into another long ass line to go to economy service so they can check your passport again. They do something with it. And then you got to go into it, get back into that line to go to Nigerian immigration. And then you got to that, you got to go to security clearance. And then you finally get to your flight. (laughs) Even at the flight, they have to check your passport again. And then they got to check your your carry on before you even get on the flight. So that's like a hella step. That was like 20 steps. Bro, mad steps. And we get to the Nigerian immigration place finally. We're literally like bottom is just right. Like they're literally saying last call for the Delta plane. We're about to take off. We're literally trying to like oh, oh, oh. get through. And, and you failed to mention too about like how uh, their uh, airplane system is there. Like it's not how it's not like hours, like 24 hours. Oh yeah, it's not. Bro, that's something even else that I learned. Good thing from bringing that up. That's something else I learned. Their airport closes. Like they close at like 10 o'clock. 10, 11 o'clock. Like, when, even when we was getting the line ready, they were, like, actually bringing, like, uh, selling people they had to go back because they were closed. Like, they wasn't taking any more people. And I was like, what? Like, that don't make, that didn't make any sense to me. So, like, the airport is closed. So, we basically, like, one of the last flights to leave from this airport tonight. So, we finally get to Nigerian immigration. My sister gets through because she has her visa and everything. That's all cleared. I bring my traveling certificate. They're like, no, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that, sir. And I'm like, bruh, I literally have to leave right now. Like, I don't live here. I, I can't call anyone. I don't have no service. Like, y'all literally closed down. So I don't know who where I'm about to stay unless y'all taking me back. And then this thing, he was like, all right, bet. I'm going to take you to another guy to help you out with that. So he takes me to another guy. The guy just looks at my passport. And then he was like, okay, what's the problem? I said, I have a traveling certificate. And then he's like, oh, no, I can't do that. So I'm like, nigga, why did, I, why did I come over here then? Like, there was no point of coming over here. So then we over here trying to, like, plead this nigga, like, bro, we're literally about to miss this flight, bro. Like, we have to leave. Like, we can't stay here. So he's like, ah, ah I mean, if you're suggesting something, you know, if you can, you can get something. Basically, this nigga was, like, trying to bait us. Trying to, to bribe you? Yeah. No, he's trying, yeah, he's trying to get us to give him a bribe. Like, yo, uh, we'll give you however much uh, we got so you we can go on. And then he was like, um, we was like, all right, what you suggesting? Because I'm not suggesting anything. He was like, um, well, you can give me $200. And I said, Naira? Because you don't mean American dollars. I'm not paying you 200 American dollars for me to get past Nigerian immigration just so I can That nigga trying to get rich, bro. Bruh. And like $200 over there is like 90K Naira, bruh. Mad money over there. So that's like, yeah, damn near 100K. That nigga's about to quit his job. Yeah, bro, you was trying to come up quick off that joint. I'm like, nigga, I'm not paying you no $200. Like, that's just not happening. And then he was like, but I mean, if you suggested something, I gave him like 1500 It was like, bro, that's all I had, even though I was definitely capping. I had more in the bag. But I'm not about to come out my bag to give you more money because that's not happening. So... Basically, we started getting irritated, bro. We're like, bro, come on, bro. Then basically, he was like, oh, you know what? No, leave, leave. And I'm like, oh, like, go to security, right? He's like, no, go home. 
I said, nigga, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? We're not about to go home. We're taking this flight. So he gave me back my passport. He was like, no, you guys got to go home. You're like, you got to leave here. And then my sister was like, bro, I don't even care, bro. We literally walked past the nigga and go to, went to security. He called us and was like, I did not clear them all. I did not clear them. And we had to come back. Some other people were finally helping us. So I was like, oh, no, nah, this nigga being an asshole. So I'm about to snitch all on this nigga, bro. I don't care. I don't care. I'm telling everything, bro. As soon as they were like, ah, what is the problem? Why did you slip? I said, bro, he's trying to get a bribe. <laughs> like, I'm telling, I'm pointing at him everything. He's trying to get a bribe. I don't care, bro. They're like, ah, did he ask you for money? I was like, yes, he did. Lock him up. <laughs> Do all that, bro. I was really like blown because like, why are you doing this, bro? Like, just let us pass through. Like, we don't have to do all that. And then he was trying to get even more mad. He was like, ah, send him to the interrogation room. I thought, okay, send him to the interrogation. I'm like, we're not going to no interrogation room, bro. We're going on this flight. And he was like, nah, you will not make this flight. You will not make this flight. So I left him. And he was, because he was calling all of us, like, he was calling us, like, unruly and unsettled and and, and just going off on, like, how Americans always cause problems and shit, bro. I really wanted to fire on this nigga. But I had to think in my mind, Nigga, I'm in a whole different continent, so I cannot fuck up over here. Like, if I do, that's really it. Like, I'm not coming back. I'm about to just start a new life. In Nigeria. <laughs> that's just gonna be like I was just gonna have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna see 23 and one in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> like it was really about to be over, bro. Like, I was really already thinking in my head, like, damn, bro. Like I really gotta just. I don't know how I'm going to get back home, bro. That joint's like a seven-hour trip back home. <clears throat> like, I'm not doing it, bro. Thankfully, they got us through. We finally got through the security. Called that nigga a bitch-ass nigga. And we got through to the plane. And now I'm here. Yo, so, like, besides, besides you, like, realizing that, you feel me, you got a better life in America because you got uh, access to more things and um, stuff like that. Like, what do you feel like you learned? I wouldn't even necessarily say I have a better life in America. Well, you got access to better resources and things of that. Like yeah, that. yeah. So I would like say that's it. what I'm saying. Like oh, wait, besides wait, realizing wait. that, like, what else do you feel? Jamir, that was a great fucking follow up question. That was, this nigga is on some journalism. That was, that was, that was, that was hey, great, that was, dog. I need to clap. That was, he on point. He on Yo, point. Yo, chill, bro. Clap it up for John. Chill, bro. Chill. This nigga is David Aldridge bag. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chuck. I see you, Chuck. Uh, but, nah, but yeah, like, what do you feel like? You feel me? Maybe like you learned most, or you you got from that trip. Like, what did you get from that trip? Being that that's the you went to the place you from. Like, you got to gain knowledge and stuff like that. Uh, what I really got, well, for one, Nigerian niggas are not lazy. One thing about Nigerians, they gonna get it however they are gonna get it, and that's literally. Like the to the fullest extent, they will get it. However, they are going to get it. Like whatever way they gonna make, they gonna make a way. Like it's gonna be possible. That's one thing about America. Like they made they made niggas lazy compared to them. Like another thing is that it really is all about connections. Like you thought it was all about connections here, nigga. You can live. You can go from rags to riches strictly off of connections not even off of any knowledge strictly off of connections like even my um my uncle was telling how my sister could literally make like 156 mil off the same job that she's working here and getting less than 100k 
over there, that's about 400K that she can make off that same job. Mm. And that's strictly just off connections. Like, connections can take you so far. Well, well, like, that's another. Yeah, I was going to say that. Well, I, I think mean, that's, that's life period. Like, that's in life saying. in general. But yeah, that's life in general. But it's, it's so much more emphasized over there, bro. Like, it's so much more emphasized. Like, I even think to a point, I'm not sure about it now because my, what my sister said, but there was even a point where, like, we were driving. And, like, we went through this one way that uh, all the cars were going through. And the, the security or police officers was, like, directing traffic. And then when he stopped our driver, he was, like, uh, basically, like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you going through this way? And he saw my dad in the back. He's, like, ah, hello, sir. And then, like, saluted him. I said, yo. <laughs> and he just gave him some money and we drove off. This thing is diplomat and, uh, status? <laughs> Like, I was like, yo, is, is, is your dad camera? Bro, at the house, bro, at the house, oh, nobody bruh, got the like, fuck yeah. When the house warming, there was, nah, I got, I got, I it. wanted to hear John Mir say something, fuck it. But like, at the at the house warming that we had, bro, it was literally like straight police state officials that were coming in, like, like directing traffic and stuff like that. Like, names is connected in that, in the, in, the, in Nigeria, bro. Like, we went to, I remember we went to, like, one big pharmaceutical guy. Like, this nigga is, like, one of the biggest pharmacy dudes in the whole country. That nigga Pablo. Bruh, I was like, if I could live here, bro, I would be set. <laughs> like, honestly. It's crazy because, like, we're not, like, a couple years ago, I used to think, like, yo, I'm going to run up a bag. Like, I'm going to run up a bag, like, get, like, 50,000, then mm-hmm. I'm moving to another country. Yeah. And actually, like, I think, I think the I'm only like, thing about that is just that filming, like, I could be living the, the life over there, probably would never have to work again. But you feel me, just being so far away from your family is just the only thing, yeah, that's facts. But, like, like my dad even told me, if you're interested enough in something, you will find a way to adjust. Mm. True, that's really just point blank. Period. If you're really interested enough in something. You will find a way to actually accept how it is over there mm. and just go with the punches. So oh, you talking about punches. <laughs> but yeah, that was basically it, man. It was overall a great trip. I mean, once I get my visa or whatever, I would go again. But until then, fuck no. He's like, yo, that, that TSA nigga, I'm gonna catch you go Yeah, bro. That's yo, I tried, bro. I tried. I fucked up. <laughs> Are you trying to do it? I tried, bro. I know, yeah. I did, bro. <laughs> now you fucked up, bro. I know she was trying to get at, bro. You funny as hell. I, I peeped it, too. I didn't want to say nothing, though. Because, like, Mike kept talking, so I was like, uh, okay. Get back, bro. Oh, shit. That's my fault, bro. I didn't even peep. I didn't even I peeped peep, it. Man. Nah, you good. Now, when you brought up punches, I was just going to bring up that whole shit, though. Like, oh, uh, man. punch on that nigga. Well, I wouldn't again, say, but before we even get to that, I wouldn't say that. I, I do, like, I felt like, you know what I mean? I didn't, like, I felt like I was in Nigeria the way you, like, you know, articulated to it. And I, and I like that. And my beliefs in general, like, I feel like every black person, like, African descent, black, like, because, you know, we all come from Africa. I feel like us as black people and as black people as community, if you can and you have the resources too, I say travel back to Africa. You feel me? I think everybody should. Because even every story I've ever heard of people going back to Africa, I've always heard of them feeling like, yo, like it makes you appreciate life more. You understand yourself more. You like you find your roots. Like you basically yeah. connect it back. You feel me? And it's like, 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I want I want to feel honestly, that feeling. I want people in my family to feel. I want our communities to feel that feeling. So if you ever do have the resources and you have the opportunity to go back to Africa, definitely, bro. Because those even people that I didn't even know, like I was related to. Like I actually saw my brother for the first time since I uh, the last time I went there, which mm-hmm. was like two years old. That was the first time I actually seen this mm-hmm. nigga consciously. Like you cried. It was just mind blowing. I was nah, he tried I was to go talking past to one it. of the aunties. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was talking to one of the aunties there and I didn't even know like I, the whole time I was talking to her, that was my oh, dad's wow. sister. Mm. Like, yeah, it's a lot of connections over there. I even saw my dad's brother over there. Like a lot of family members I didn't even know I had that that was just over there. So it's it's really a great time. Everyone should go. Or but freaking up punches. <laughs> well, speaking of punches, if you haven't seen, uh, it, it's is I I feel like this should have happened during Black History Month, but they just gave it to us too late. This is definitely like a Black History Month tale in a sense, but y'all just gave it to us too late. If you haven't seen Easy Money Sniper, the Slim Reaper, aka. Kevin Durantula, <laughs> he's going to put the ball <laughs> on Michael Rappaport. He's going to beat him to the brakes. <laughs> well, so what? He go beat him to the white meat. That was great. <laughs> well, <laughs> yo, fuck you. I'm not being late. I'm not being that actually was good. I'm not gonna lie to you, like that actually was good. It just caught me off guard. <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> but anyway, so this issue this issue dates back to December of 2020. Michael Rappaport was on uh had uh, had made a tweet about the NBA TNT crew and how Kevin Durant had got upset. So the first tweet was KD seemed deeply in his feelings with the NBA crew, NBA uh, on TNT crew after the game. Damn it, he's super sensitive about everything. Don't do the interview. Now, when what's it called? When uh, Michael Rappaport tweeted that, well, he put he tweeted, then put it on his Instagram. When he put it on his Instagram, KD had a uh, message him said, "You a bitch." <laughs> okay, off the rip, spicy. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is tense. I like how we're right. coming. Then Michael Rappaport. He responds saying, just do the fucking interview. And if you're upset about something they said, say something up there looking like you're going to cry and shit. Uh, KD responds, I did the interview, dickhead. Tell your baby daddy Chuck to be better at his job (laughs) and frame his questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass question. Yes or no. Then we get to the next slide. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I don't know why they still ask for this idiot's opinion. If someone called at Easy Money Sniper an idiot, he would literally cry on TV. Kevin Durant responds back. I heard it all before you cunt. <laughs> I'm trying to get that fucking all I heard it before you cunt. Chuck doesn't need you as a security, you pale pasty cum guzzling bitch. <laughs> I swear, yo, I swear to Allah, yo. I'm going to spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. <laughs> Bet your life oh, yo. on it, yo. Yo, son, meet me on the 17th tomorrow at 10. Or better yet, yo, yo, where your address? I'll pull the fuck up. How about that? 
Yo, 10 a.m. at Cat Steak? I'm on the corner, pussy. Meet me there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike Rapport seemed like he don't want to smoke. He come back with the go help the kids in Brownsville, Brooklyn, or stop being a fucking puss. <laughs> Nigga, you was a bitch. We even caring how I do an interview. <laughs> get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. <laughs> Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass, so now you want to use everybody else to get views and laughs. Your life is a joke, you fucking pale cocksucker. <laughs> Go get some sun. It's your fucking brain. Piece of shit. He responds, still not getting back at homie. Go to Brownsville and help the people that need it, goofball. You go do it, you clown. Good for you. But nobody gives a fuck. Suck a dick. Can't wait to tell you all this in person, bitch. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My nigga come back. He he's still going in. He's still going in for more. This nigga is sliding up everything. <laughs> ha 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 ha. You're such a bitch. <laughs> you suing another man for talking shit about you. I can't wait to spit on your pussy ass. <laughs> you called your lawyer like the pussy you are? <laughs> you can't talk port no talking shit. Yeah, he must have been so mad he said some dumb shit. Defamation of character. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Yo, pussy ass want to lawyer up? Yo, your wife mad as fuck because you wasting that little bit of bread on lawyers because you can't take a joke. Ha 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 ha. How pussy are you? Your wife doesn't even respect you, bitch. End scene. But I don't know what's funnier, the insults or the fact that he... he no, no, this is not a joke. He really bro. typed out... I thought this nigga was the Joker for a minute. He really typed out... <laughs> I, I, I thought this nigga was going to say, why are you so serious in a minute? I thought this nigga was about to do that. I didn't say, nigga, you can't just put a laughing emoji or LOL. You said, ha, 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 <laughs> That's how you know a nigga want to smoke. He said, "No, you gotta hear that everything nigga, I'm saying. You gotta feel this shit." That nigga called him a pal. Bro, the insults on this is just is just top tier. It's like, yo, yo you gotta put this into your repertoire, shit. bro. Yo, this is just crazy. The nigga said, "Yo, I swear to Allah, I'm gonna spit in your face, bro." <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you sound big. But. It's funny now because yeah, now that's funny. you know it's uh, Michael Rapport. He uploaded all this and said, "As most of you know, I receive threats and disgusting messages daily, but never in my wildest dreams did I think Kevin Durant would be among them." The snake himself is now threatening me, bringing up my my wife and wants to fight. This is supposed to be America's sweetheart, uh, right? Kevin Durant didn't get hacked either. Hold this L, champ. Hashtag I'm the real MVP. Hashtag I got a story to tell. Now. When has Kevin Durant ever been America's sweetheart? Last time I checked, I thought everybody hated him. He just—I I really thought everybody honestly. hated him. Yeah, because yeah. he keeps but, like nobody teams. like. And the thing is with Kevin Durant, nobody really knows his character outside of basketball because he doesn't talk to the media. Kevin Durant doesn't like show his personal life. He doesn't show anything. Like literally, Kevin Durant is another person that just goes, plays basketball, and that's it. You rarely hear him talk about anything else, you know? So it's just like, as long as, like, 
you don't hear like Kevin Durant's name in the media if it doesn't involve basketball. So like like I said, this in that sense is left field. Like damn, like we all know about him having burner accounts and him being sensitive when it comes to people talking about him. But you really that like that's all you hear and that's it. So for him to go to this extreme length with Mike Rappaport, it's like okay, so he really must have hit a nerve with him or something there. But on the other end, it's like bro, Michael. If you couldn't dish out what you was given to him, why would you like you just gonna run to the public and be like, hey yo, he coming at me. Y'all better do something about it. And you want to get the lawyers? Like, nah, like, hold on a sec. You know, this is how well, this is how we handle certain situations in our communities. Not saying it's right or wrong, but you know, in our communities, sometimes we I mean we get it popping in the DM. You feel me? We get that 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 yo, what's your addy? Like, let's link up. So when 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 bro pressed the line and pressed you for a fade, you went straight to yo. I'm a white man, yo. Like like yo, I need my lawyer right now. Hold like, on, hold on one second. Like fight, who's fighting who? Like nah, bro. Like yo, we get our squabbling and then be that. Like even though you're a white man that profits off of being in our culture, you don't want to take the consequences of the things that happens when you're in this culture. So if you talk smack about somebody, they usually run the head up. But you ain't want that action. You ain't want that fade. So you ran straight to the to the public. It was like, yo, this what this how your man be acting. Well, in my opinion, I applaud Kevin Durant because this is how you should. Oh, oh my god, to white men. That was a whole nother take. That I didn't <laughs> think like. Hey man, I feel like he he gave the energy. That's how you gotta go. Maybe he went a little too, a little too deep, but hey, at the end of the day, yo, (laughs) what? Honestly, (laughs) take that, take that. Yeah, you gotta take that, bro. Like, and the thing, like me, Michael, bro. Like, and I think if anything happens with any of Kevin Durant's endorsements based off of this, bro, the black community should just cancel Michael Rappaport entirely. Because now you're just mm. messing up a black man's bag. Like, you could have left this in the DMs. You could have addressed it however you wanted to address it with him. You could have talked to him about it. But the fact that you're bringing it to Instagram over here talking about, hold this L, I'm the real MVP, <laughs> the truth going to be heard. And I'm, yada, I'm yada, actually going to read something to you, too, as you say right, that. Like, so, you can continue. But if it was a black man that said this stuff, like, would you still feel the same way? Oh, like, no. You know, like, people still bring things outside the DM. People still make things public when it's already been private or it's already been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when I see it, when I see a white person do it, I instantly just think, even if that may not be the case, mm-hmm. I just think that the motive is different. Like, when, if I saw a black person do this, like, if he did that to David Aldrich, I would be like, damn, bro, why, <laughs> like, why you do that to bro? Like, like, you bugging for that. But the fact that it's Michael Rappaport is like, me, I know you wasn't just trying to get that to to show Katie's true colors. Nah, nigga, you want to hurt that nigga public perception-wise, and, and you want to get... It's, it's a whole other motive. And, and let me read these racist. headlines to you. From the CNN, Kevin Durant accused of using homophobic, misogynistic slurs and private messages with Michael Rappaport. That's from the mm-hmm. CNN. New York Post, Kevin Durant's ugly mm-hmm. Michael Rappaport Instagram food is blowing up in his face. And let me see if I can... And you see how, like, if a black man had brought this out, you probably wouldn't be making that. Ma- I mean, it probably would make some headlines because, again, it's just it's Kevin Durant. 
But the fact that it's Michael Rappaport, you're adding a white man to that situation. Another one is going to the Syracuse.com. Net star Kevin Durant sends homophobic rant to actor Michael Rappaport in Instagram DMs. That's what I just read had nothing to do with homophobic stuff. Just that's just the way we talk in our communities. And that's just how like that's a way of disrespecting another person. There was nothing homophobic. There was nothing in him going at gay people and stuff like that. But see how he sit how he tried to portray this as him being attacked. Now Kevin Durant has to be labeled as homophobic, misogynistic. And all this stuff, like, no, he's just getting at exactly. somebody that was talking crazy to him. And now that's going, if that affects any in- endeavors, now you really just fucking a whole man's bag, a black man's bag. And that's well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be white. honest. If they, they're gonna fuck up a bag, at least cancel that nigga's shoe collection. The the KD14 just got released. That shit is fucking ass. I don't know how many KDs is gonna look like a KD4 with extra straps. Leave that shit alone, man. Stop. No, cancel that shit. We ain't even gonna cancel KD. Cancel the shoe. Stop it. Why y'all niggas got Kyrie's mixed with LeBron's mixed with Kobe's? No, you can't mix 27 niggas' shoes into one. Stop, bro. Stop. Cancel that shit. What, fuck, fuck the Instagram DMs. Cancel that shoe, nigga. <laughs> Niggas out here playing the Spizikes and Jordan Sixes together. I ain't wearing that shit. Nah, the shoes can't be that bad. Oh damn! Wait, you looking at them? You see? Them? Oh damn! Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, right. I'm looking at them ain't right now. Wearing them bro. Shit. What is... Hey man, you never know. Hooper yeah, is always the be only, copying Those are the only niggas you ever see, and them niggas be breaking their fucking ankles. <laughs> I ain't wearing that shit. I thought I was gonna get swaggy and be like, "Yo, let me cop a pair of KD 14s my nigga." <laughs> yo, yo, my nigga, yo, how much to resell on these fourteens, bro? Because I'm about to cop all of them. No, nobody's ever said that. Bitches, I don't give a fuck about no Instagram kids. Niggas be wearing boot cuts with the KD 14s. Like, no, nigga, we don't need this. No, no, that's actually detrimental to community. The fucking sneakers, the fucking sneakers is detrimental, bro. I don't give a fuck about nothing else, nigga. You can call them all. You can call them all this. Yeah, I can't remember the last fucking cunts you all want. I don't give a fuck about that, nigga. Just delete the shoe. Stop. Don't even make those shits no more. Actually, I feel niggas. I feel bad for the Chinese niggas in the sweatshop. For it. I feel bad for them. They gotta make that shit. You tell me I gotta waste 37 hours of my life to make this bullshit? Nah, I wanna fight every nigga that was a part of this process. But I digress. Hey, yo. Yeah, because now I think about it, it was probably like KD6s that were like the last shoe. Seven, because I had the KD7s, and I'm not gonna cap. I had the Christmas KD7s, and that was the last KD shoe I was like, yo, I will actually put this on my foot. Everything after that was like, my nigga, you could please stop right now. Bro, go go go, go get you some good, real estate, bro. my nigga. Go make some okay. go make some money somewhere else. I only ever wanted I only I only ever wanted. Yeah, can these sixes hard? Sixes was hard, the fours yeah, the was hard. hard. Yeah, like the I'm threes was uh the fives was okay. But yeah, the last one I ever had was the KD seven, and that was the Christmas one. And them Joe Jim Jones was hard, but my nigga, he took them shit. But that's a whole nother story. But yeah, man, man, um <laughs> Yeah, man, that shit got me mad, man. Like, nah, man, I don't give a fuck about you on no Instagram DMs, nigga. Just stop (laughs) making these shoes. Bro, the first KDs is ugly as fuck. Those are canoe canoe boats. Canoe boats, right? Yeah, that's what I be calling them. They like the yellow and blue. There's a couple that I ain't gonna lie, I forgot how to carry one. Hey, everybody's everybody's first shoe was their trash (laughs) shoe. The only person who had a good first shoe, yeah. But no, I mean, I'm not to say false. 
I meant to say false, bro. Jordan well, one, Jordan because he's a whole anomaly. But if we talking about current, like current athletes, or like you know a little bit before, everybody, the only person who it was two people who had good first shoes: LeBron with the uh, with the Zoom rookie generations and Kyrie with the ones. The Kyrie ones was fire because they looked like Yeezys. Those Kyrie ones was fire. But after that, nobody really like the PG ones was trash. Kyrie, you know, you remember like the Kyrie ones? ones? No, they they look like Louboutins in the back of them. Bro, them shits are ugly, bro. Those, those, no, nah, they wasn't, they wasn't bad. The Kyrie ones was hard. Yeah, you guys are crazy. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because at the back it had like the, the brick. It had like it like it was bumped up, like it was the, like the, the bumped bottom, up Achilles like, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, those was hard to me. Yeah, I love the Kyrie yeah. ones. I always wanted a pair. The Ky- the Kyrie ones and the Kyrie twos was definitely hard, but. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, like I said, like 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 to piggyback off what Mike said. If he loses money for this, it's like come on, like yeah, like come on, like why we had to lose Brad because he was having a an argument with another man who just couldn't take the heat. That just ran straight to like, yo, y'all see this? Y'all better get him before I do. Yeah, bro. If he lose, no, money, whoa, bro, whoa, whoa, really whoa, 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 you went too care. far now. You went too far, nigga. High, nah, we, I would like never catch Harlan off the the fact that. You feel me? Bust the rhymes. Bust the no, rhymes. No, not just Ice the Cube? entire movie, but I'm saying his. Okay. No, I'm not saying the entire movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're his right. role in and, the movie. Anyway, in that movie, he was a skinhead anyway. Yeah, so, fuck him regardless. That's what I mean. Exactly. <laughs> he killed Tyra Banks. He black people anyway. So, this, he killed like, Tyra Banks. He so did. Fuck my two rapping boy off the strip of that. Thanks, <laughs> bro. Like, Yo, why is all white comedians taking L's this week? It was Tyra Banks. Yo, Stacy Dash is hilarious. Fuck Stacy Dash. Okay. This, but nigga, that's a whole this nigga, Michael Rappaport, take an L. <laughs> Gary Owen, take an L. Don't even get me started on Gary Owen, bro. Yeah, white people <laughs> can't make no more black jokes, bro. It's really that done. nigga, 20 years <laughs> really of done. black. Yo. <laughs> Those are the top two, and now it's like, I. I, I bro, that nigga, Gary Owen, his jokes. 20 years they... of black content is down the drain. Your wife left you, bro. You ain't got shit to say no more. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say no more. You just gonna make another 20 minutes of yeah. You ever been through a divorce with a black woman? No, nigga. We haven't. <laughs> we haven't, bro. Only you. <laughs> Only you. Yeah, honestly, bro, I think probably Neil Brandon is like the last nigga that Oh, yeah, because he's the genius behind Chappelle. Like, so. if we really being honest. Mm. Yeah, so he's probably the only one that can really do it now. Like You know how mad I'll be niggas, from yeah, doing comedy at Essence Fest yeah. and now I got to go back to Trailer Joe's? I will hurt. I want to kill myself, bro. I did comedy <laughs> at Essence Fest, hella shape butter bitches, and now I got to go back to fucking... <laughs> now I got to go back to fucking backyard. <laughs> Yo, you gotta go, go back, back to, to an Irish pub. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> go, go try that black content in the Irish pub if you want to. The niggas gonna be like, yo, get out now. <laughs> what the fuck is a weed? Bro, how do you base your whole comedy career on having a black wife, bro? That's sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga did comedy at this and on the Soul Train Awards, and he gotta go back. Yo, yeah, but he really, bro, he really talked as much about his black wife as okay. Davis and talks you know about what? his dead dad. Like honestly, you know what? 
I'm sorry, bro. Like, it'd be so hard to laugh at his jokes because them shits be fucking hurting. Like, you'd be like, damn. That bro, nigga be going crazy. through it on stage, bro. And just sit there and act like nothing happened. Well, also, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Pete Davidson, he's another, he's another, uh, he's a black, white comedian. So, you know what I mean? He's straight. And, well, even though my mom yeah, he's thinks so he's a black cool. man, like, yeah. he's trying to tell her that he's not, but. But I really wouldn't be surprised though if he just came out and said, "Yeah, I'm black." I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't. Uh, but speaking on black issues, okay. All right, stop laughing. Stop laughing. Yeah, we gotta get a bit serious, man. Because some bullshit is just going on in America. You know, uh, y'all haven't heard. You know, the George Floyd trials. R.I.P. George Floyd. Has, you know, commenced. You know, they started up. Rest in peace to George Floyd, first and foremost. Um, and uh, people, uh, Derek who's on trial Chauvin. again? The, the ex-cop, what's his name again? Derek Chauvin is on trial for the murder of George Floyd. Um, so far, they did opening statements yes. and witness questioning, and you yes. can already see the bullshit that's happening, like off the off the dribble. Just how, and it's like from the lawyer's perspective. I really can't fault the Lord because, like, at the end of the day, that's what you're paid to do. You're paid to take on. I mean, like, whatever case you're taking on, even yeah, though you have I, the choice I think, on whether to I take think, the case. Well, or not. I'm gonna cut you off. When you but do take, I think that when it comes to those lawyers, this is no, not. Good. It's not from a moral standpoint. It's more from a a wealth and a brand standpoint. So, like, yo, I can get my brand out there. I can get yeah. more higher. Uh, I can get more higher in cases if I do this. So. Yeah, fuck the backlash. Yeah, maybe morally it's not right because we all know that he, he killed him. It's plain as day. We can see that, but it's like, well, we gotta go to trial. So, hey, if I if say if you know, I get I get him off or I beat the case. Now everybody's gonna want me as a lawyer now, which is wrong, which is crazy because like we mm-hmm. know the truth. Everybody knows the truth. We can see it plain as day. You, you, you need on a man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Why do we even have to go through this whole process of a trial? Like, you killed them. Plain as day. But it's just like, that's the system, and that's what we have to do. But just from, like, let's say, like, the lawyer standpoint is like, I wouldn't want to represent somebody like that. I wouldn't want somebody like that attached to my name. You're a killer. You're a racist. You're this and that. Like, why would I want you attached to my business in some way? But people just look at it. Money, money rules the world. Money trumps everything. Yeah, especially in the white community, they're not going. There's less sympathy for whatever goes on in mm-hmm. any community outside of theirs. So it's really just like, oh, you give me a big bag, or I'm getting publicity off of it. I bet I'm gonna make sure I can do my best to spin it. And spinning is what this nigga is doing. Oh, rip, because I think opening statements, he said that, uh, indeed, that George Floyd wasn't killed by the Derek nigga, but, in fact, he was act- he actually died because of a mixture of drugs that drugs. were already in the system. Yep. And he overdosed from fentanyl, it's just, he had know, heart it's issues just... already, and the adrenaline of what was going mm. on killed him. That is sick. That is sick to even put that out there. Oh. That, like, to even... Even come as an opening statement and be like, oh, yeah, he didn't die because somebody choked him to death. 
No, he he he, he swallowed drugs. Facts and all. Did they even ever put that information out like before the trial? I never heard that, bro. Before. I never heard that until the trial yeah. that he was that uh, it was because he was on drugs. Yeah, yeah. I never heard that until yesterday or today, whenever the thing came out. That's fucked up. So it's like, where was this information at? Maybe I missed it, but no, I, I doubt it. Exactly. Like the fact that we was just on this case ever since it freaking happened, ever since it fucking happened. And like now you just bring that bullshit up. Like, nah, it wasn't it wasn't that. It wasn't the fact that, you know, three grown ass men was on this nigga while he was handcuffed and on the concrete floor. It was because of the drugs he had. Nigga works at a bar. Nigga works at a club, wherever he works at. Nah, nigga. It's, it's the drugs, bro. He was he was bugging. And maybe he just saw everything going on. The adrenaline was pumping through no. his heart and it just gave out. No. no. I can't sit with that. I can't. I just can't sit with that. And it's like, no matter how hard you try to beat this world or beat the system, it's like, in some ways, it just comes back. It just comes back to bite you. And it's showing us right here, like, no, like, just being black is not enough. That's just a threat to any and everybody. And it's just like, and even speaking of the fact of being black and being a threat, when they did the witness, the cross, the cross examinations for the witness, that's what he tried to spin. He tried to spin an angry black man narrative. Like how how does how is that a narrative? How is that something to say? Oh well, the the witness was being an angry black man and he was yelling at people, so that made Derek even knee on his neck even more because he couldn't do his job properly because he had somebody coming at him. Like, huh? That doesn't even make logical sense. At all, facts as a as a law. Yeah, train to de-escalate situations. Control the situation. Yeah, and if anything, that actually speaks more to how terrible this nigga character is. If the fact that the fact that I'm yelling out names at this nigga is causing him to put even more force on a man that's already not yeah. resisting any arrest. That just speaks more to how much of a dickhead this nigga is. Like that just yeah. speaks more to how and, and even like going back to the witness, right? I'm happy about I'm happy about the first witness because he stood his ground. They tried to spin the narrative and he did not agree with anything that was going on. He flipped it. Cause the, the lawyer came to him and said, So you called him a pussy ass bitch. He was like, Did you say that? He was like, Do you hear me saying that on camera? He was like, Do you hear me saying that on camera? Well then, yes, I said that. So he was like, so as this is going on, you're growing more angry and angrier with Mr. Chauvin. He was like, no, I grew more professional and professional. He wasn't doing the right thing. I said something about it. So I was glad that they did, like whoever whoever like trained him before he got on the stand, I I give applause to them. Or if he just if he just knew like yo, I I know how to like maneuver and dodge it, like to dodge their tricks because he did a perfect job. He didn't let them spin the narrative the way that they wanted it to go. So I definitely applaud him for that. But for the second witness, my heart breaks for him, man. I I hope he gets therapy, and I hope he he finds peace with himself because he broke down on the middle of that stand when they were showing that video. And it's like, that's the thing about this trial. It's like all the emotions that we felt last May is coming back. Like, it's, it's coming back. Because it's like we have to relive that trauma mm-hmm. of seeing that eight minutes and forty six seconds, and it, it already breaks your heart seeing that on camera. So to so for somebody that was actually there 
and have to play that at court and have to get him to re to re go through every step that happened. I know that can be heartbreaking for him because even on the stand, he said, I feel helpless. On the stand, he said that. Yeah, and I can't even imagine just how much, yeah, how traumatizing that is to even like actually be there. Like, even me as a person, as a, as a, person just looking mm. like this happened on my birthday even so now it's like even every time i have like my birthday passes by like this is literally all i can think about so i can't even imagine actually being there witnessing that like firsthand i'm about to say yeah he witnessed somebody mm-hmm. die firsthand that's like, certain things you can't come back crazy. from like it, it's like it's like he ain't watched somebody get shot or nothing like that. So it wasn't like like, and, like, story, like for no reason. Take another man life over a twenty dollar bill that you thought was fake that you could have just checked. Yeah, a man would like sit here and think about this. A man got his neck knee doing for eight minutes and forty six seconds over a counterfeit. Uh, supposedly, because nobody even confirmed or denied that it was counterfeit, but over a twenty dollar bill. Just think about that. Just think about that. <laughs> a twenty dollar bill. So you're telling me if I go outside right now that a $20 bill is worth my life? Come on, man. It's just sick, man. And it's just sick how they're trying to play this and twist this, man. And it's like, I, I I, just don't know what more to say, you feel me? Like, we're going to see what comes out more and more as the days go by with the trial. Where it's just like, just off the rip, like, just off the rip, y'all not grabbing us, bro. Like, off the rip, you're just rubbing us the wrong way. And it's just like, if this is, if this is what more is going to come, Later on in the days with this trial, I don't want to see no more of it. I don't want to see no more of that because y'all taking us as a joke at this point. You know, basically, yeah, y'all just doing this I'm trial for show, and they're gonna be like, "Cause you know what? It's crazy." I I I says I, I I read something. All they need is one person to feel like there was a reasonable doubt. If every it could be eleven, because wait, there's always twelve drawers, right? There's always twelve drawers. It could be one person. It could mm-hmm. be eleven people. Be like, no, that motherfucker's guilty. He did it. It could be one person be like, nah, I don't see it. And that man goes free. You know how hard it is to get 12 people to agree? It's hard to get four people to agree about something. Two people to agree about something. Shit, like, it's, it's, yeah, two people. Me and Jamir don't agree on a daily basis. Sometimes we go back and forth arguing back and forth about how we feel about certain things. So to get 12 people to be on the same page, you know how hard that is? Especially say, you know if you got 12 people from all different walks that, of life, they don't see things the same. Theory. So this whole notion of the 12, uh, 12 juries they appear, that's fake. Yeah. You never had 12 juries they appear. If that was the case, have 12 jurors of all black men and women. And on top of that, have all 12 black men, mm-hmm. black men and women of uh, uh, peers that's from that's that knew him. Well, no, you can't they can't know you. I know that that's different. Yeah, I was about to say that's from that area. That's but that's from that, that area. In the same circumstances as him, or at least has been around, you feel me? That's from Minnesota. That was in Minnesota, right? Have 12 black men and women uh, appears that's from yeah. Minnesota. They wouldn't do that. See, but they can't even do an all-black jury, though, because you got to, like, when it comes to that, like, say it was, like, a pregnant woman on trial. They can't have all pregnant women up there. They can't have all women up there. You feel me? They got to, like, diverse it. So they got to put, like, some guys, some some females, some Black, some white. So how come like sometimes when people, when black people on, be on, on the, trial, on be a, a whole twelve, uh, uh, all white people? Yes. Yeah, it'd be all white. It Maybe does. one Asian. I never, I never. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, from what I, from what I understand, you can't, you can't do that do, when it doesn't like, you benefit. Can't put you. it. You can't put it to where like it'll probably 
but that's what I'm saying. Like, boom, like, say I go on trial. Like, I can't, I'm pretty sure there can't be a whole jury full of black people. Like, because, like, and then let's just say it's a white person uh, that's that was a victim or something like that. Or even I was the victim or whatever. Like, you feel me? It can't be going to looking like it's all in my favor or all in the other person's favor. I was taught that. I was taught that. I don't know. I guess I will have to do some more looking into it. It could be true. It could be false. But, I mean, that just only sounds right anyway, though, if you really want to think about it. like Because, like, you would think, like, if you put 10, 12, 12 black people, them 12 black I'm people cool might with be it. off of the <laughs> BLM movement. You feel me? And then, no, right. No, of course, we want justice. So, like, to the greater public, get, get yeah, justice for this man. But what I'm saying is, like, at the same time, at the same time, it wouldn't necessarily be fair for a situation that might, like, let's just say it was a situation where the shoe was on the other foot and that man was wrong. You feel me? And then, like, boom, now we got all this, all these people in his favor and he fuck around and win the case. When well, he actually I feel like wrong. that's going to happen like, in a sense anyway, up. but I do understand you what you're saying, though. Yeah, it's still fuck these laws, though, because these niggas just place laws. So the oppressed so, is continuing so to be the, oppressed. The higher ups can break them. Yeah. Just so that the higher ups can do them. Yeah. Like, here are these laws so you low life niggas can follow them. Make sure y'all not doing the same shit that we doing so we can get all the profit off the hey, man. shit that we are not. At the end of the day, the only do. black man to beat the system was OJ. And the only reason he beat the system because he don't fuck with niggas. Okay. Exactly. He's not black. He OJ. <laughs> that's still hilarious to me how like that really became like such a racial like just case like how it became such a black versus white type of thing but like I was even watching a recap video like on Twitter the oh other day, that shit was hilarious I quoted that all different places, I quoted that bro how all the black <laughs> How all the black people are Yo, the niggas was crying, bro. The <laughs> they was crying because OJ got off. And I quoted that too. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, fuck OJ. But I was like, yo, this was hilarious. Bruh, it was like he was either crying tears of joy or tears of pain. And nobody bruh. knew this nigga, bro. Like, nobody knew this. Like, no, it wasn't a regular case. He he beat a double homie. That ain't a regular case, nigga. Regular case is a weed case. You feel me? I got two grams. This nigga beat two bodies, nigga. Nigga beat two bodies, two of them bitches. Nigga, but I mean, a black man can't even beat a speeding ticket. This nigga beat two bodies, nigga. He <laughs> told them things. Yo. What? Nigga, you go two that miles over the speed limit. They like, no, lock your black ass. <laughs> this up. is crazy. This how, nigga like, beat two of them homies. Two of them. Yeah. But it's just crazy how, like, that just, like, that started off as just a double homie. Like, a and it was a homie, Hall of Fame football player on top white, of that. It just became like, a whole race uh, before. Yeah. So. We gonna yeah. see what, we'll what happens. We'll see as the time goes. Man, I don't really have anything else for because I already see the bullshit coming. Yes, yes. Pray for them. Just praying for always the family. have Floyd family prayers. But in lighter news, I was thinking we gonna start. Okay, a well, what's new that segment on this show? Uh, I wanted to call. Well, first, I really, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to call it random tandem. This is the first time a nigga ever opened tandem, up a dictionary. And I was like, yeah, that shit will make no sense. <laughs> I said, let me see. This nigga wants to spell Danny Phantom. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I don't even. <laughs> bro, <a> fucking, <laughs> bro, a joke came in my head, but I can't even say it. Oh, I almost got to scare you. Oh, shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, oh, this is about to be the last episode for a quick Oh, in 2.5, this is going to be the last episode. Hey, yo. Yo, that's funny. DJ D-Rex did make that theme song. Yes. DJ D-Rex made that theme song. Danny Phantom? Yeah. Nigga, cut the beat. Mm. Like that's some food for thought. But um, <laughs> that nigga, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the segment is tangent, motherfucker. And it's basically like we all just tangent, tangents, tangerines, tangerines, whatever, nigga. Anyway, it's basically a segment where we just all say something that's randomly on our minds, something that we may have been thinking about that may just not be a topic or, you know, go along with any of the topics that we got. It's just a random thought that we had, you know? So, I want to start this one off with a thought that i actually been thinking for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And the thought is, yeah. when is Stevie Wonder going to address whether he's Yo. going or not? Nah, this shit is way random. No, <laughs> No, no, son. No, son. No, son. This just asked to see me what they wasn't blind. Yo, yo, son. Nah, bro, because I'm... Nah, it's to yeah. a point, bro. You gotta, yo. you gotta start talking, bro. I can't... Yo. I ain't believing those shades anymore, bro. I'm not believing them. I gotta... I gotta nah. see Dr. Note or something, bro. Like... Bro, speaking of, I just want to know why. The that's fuck that's the only way I think he's still blind. That's the only way. That's like the only way. Like he's anyway. still blind. Because if he wasn't blind, then you let your shit like that. You was a nasty nigga. You're nasty. You let your shit with one drag, dog. You nasty. If you if you, if you got both of your eyes to see and you left it, you are dirty. You are dirty. And I don't mean dirty as a person. I mean like you just a dirty minded nigga to leave your shit. You got the flat top. You you got the drop back. You got the drop back ceiling with one hair strain, and you gonna keep that? Nah, bro. Nah. If you got your full eyesight and you left that, even nah. Nah, bro. Nah. And you left that? <laughs> nah, that's funny. That's funny because so. even I just recently nah, saw something. Random. Well, not recently, but I remember I was talking about it on Twitter. How this nigga Stevie Wonder had took a picture of Michael Jackson. And he said, what's up to Shaq? And Shaq didn't even say a word to him. Bruh. I'm like, bro, I know your other senses are heightened. I'm about to say, what the fuck sma- does Shaq smell like for you to be like, oh, that's the big like, diesel. Not about to just... <laughs> <laughs> Man, Old that's time. Like, Hold on, what's up, Shaq? What's up, Shaq? Like, nah, bro. <laughs> Wait, that's Shaq Nigga, Blue? that's Kazam. Hold on a second. That's Kazam, my nigga. <laughs> Is that Shaq Blue? <laughs> yo, yo, hold on, son. That's the nigga from Blue Chips. Hey, yo, Shaq, what's going on, son? Yo. Hey, yo, y'all niggas are sick. Yo. Nah, bro, because I know that picture of Michael <laughs> that Jackson. That nigga Michael told me, yo, get my angles, dog. I know it did. <laughs> I know it. I know he was getting the angles, too, though. I, I know. Yo. I know. Yo. Nigga got his good side. Nah, I got <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta talk to Stevie one day, man. That was just, that was my random thought. Hey, man, are we all we all sharing a random thought, or are we just doing yeah. one random thought for the week? Yeah, man, my random Y'all thought is I just really want to know when this whole COVID shit is gonna be over with, and I just really want to know what's the long term effect of this uh vaccine is gonna be. That's a random thought I've really been thinking about for the past couple of days. Because they really been finessing niggas, bro. And even, as I was even telling y'all earlier, how uh, Pfizer was saying now niggas may need a third dose along yeah. with yearly boosters. So they're actually going to be up in the price, like hiking the price significantly. So they basically doing a whole drug move, like how niggas do in the streets. The first dose is free. The second dose is going to lock you in. The third dose, that's when you go out to ramp up the prices. <laughs> the that's... third dose, you're guaranteed to be hooked by the third dose. Uh-huh. <laughs> Type shit. <laughs> nah, I just really want to know. You feel me? Because like, you feel me? Especially me just being sick mm. and shit, bro. You feel me? Like, it just yeah. made me wonder. You feel me? For real. Nah, most deaf, bro. I hate this COVID shit, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm still confused on this shit. My damn self, bro. Well, we so, never I, will get the answers. There's a lot of things I want to know. Unless somebody I become a whistleblower, we'll for... never get the answers. And even if That's somebody true. become a whistleblower, they just gonna paint that as a conspiracy theory. And then de- and then delete the information. And, then and that's another. No, I already know what you're going. No, I, I don't think I no. can speak on them things. No, no, I'm we good. We good, man. We can't, we'll, can't, speak, no. that, right? um, <laughs> we can't speak on that, right? Fuck it. It was worth bro. I I really can't wait till I get to like such a level that I'm on like the late like the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, bro. So I can really just go off and I record it. I'm gonna record everything myself, so niggas ain't gonna be trying to silence me, bro. Hey man, delete shit, right? That yeah, I'm gonna record on Jimmy everything myself. Niggas that he gave AIDS, everything. so I mean, it wasn't Jimmy Fallon. Who was it? <laughs> it was Jimmy Kimmel. That wasn't Jimmy Fallon, but yeah, yeah, he no, went on one of them Jimmy Jimmys. Think, he told me he was I like, it was Jimmy I gave that nigga AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> he went on one of them Jimmys. <laughs> Y'all, that's my random thought. Oh, I ain't man. got nothing. Man, what's your random thought, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, don't disrespect my character, dog. That nigga zesty. <laughs> Bruh. That nigga Yo, y'all, y'all, now y'all gassing. Now y'all gassing, dog. Because all I just said is just one of those Jimmy's. Like, I don't know. Like, come on, son. It's two niggas named Jimmy, my nigga. Come on, don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me, dog. <laughs> 
They're not about to finish this episode just laughing and gunning on me. We not doing this. Like... Nah, that nigga's some hoes, man. I don't got to win the fuck, bro. Yo, that's my real disability. That nigga said he was a... <laughs> that nigga said he was a one of them, Jimmy. But he just said it like okay. Why you saying like that? Oh my gosh, bro. I got that. I got you. Oh man, bro. Yeah, that's hey, cool. Bro. Okay. Hey, bro, you know we love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Hey bro, it happens to the best of us, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like yeah, crazy out here, man. <laughs> you can't get caught mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I ain't got no thoughts, man. Yo. So you ain't got no random thoughts, huh? Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, I just want to know, why the that. hell they keep uh, heating up my vaccine I with a spoon? Like... Wow. Yo. Yeah, that's 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 a death sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get you. I see that tweet. <laughs> I was like, yo, why they heating up yeah, my they... vaccine with a spoon? I'm like, that's not a vaccine, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, that's, you don't feel that. You don't feel that more than really. the vaccine. <laughs> that's that's that dope right there. That's that not off juice. That's that Jimmy Early treatment right there, man. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, yo, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> Bro, imagine you go to get a vaccine and you see them do that shit though. Hey, man. <laughs> Nah, like, yeah, you really just, trying to, they gonna yeah, beat you up, Scotty. Yeah, like, you they, <laughs> nigga, you really gonna see uh you gonna see <laughs> spaceships on Bankhead for real. No, nah, for real. Yeah. This has been another episode of Why We Here podcast. Did you figure out why you're here? If not, yes, come sir, back next week. And we gonna figure it out together. Yes, sir. We're gonna figure it out, man.